And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Once again, Decoder Ring Theater presents another page from the casebook of that master of mystery, that sultan of sleuthing, Martin Bracknell's immortal detective, Black Jack Justice, starring Christopher Mott as Jack and Andrea Lyons as Trixie Dixon, girl detective. The name's Justice. Jack Justice. I'm a detective, but you knew that. Frankly, every person that I meet must surely know it as well, because it's written on the door of my office, and aside from work, I don't get out all that much anymore, having finally found an excellent reason for staying in most evenings. But even when that excellent reason is working nights at the hospital, and I do step out on the town, I have to assume that most people I encounter know or could guess. Frankly, I look the part. You know how some people start to look like their pets? Well, that goes double when it comes to people and their jobs. Gradually, the thing that you do molds you and shapes you in its own image until you're more broken-down fedora than man. Maybe it's the job itself that steals the will and leaves a perpetual grimace behind as a scar. Maybe it's the weight of expectation that applies the heat and pressure needed to create a hard-boiled diamond. Maybe it doesn't matter. It's what I do, and that has made it what I am. And people know that. Or at least they should. Here is a fairly comprehensive list of things I am not. I am not a father confessor. I am not the president of a lonely hearts club. I am not a time traveler, and I am not a fairy godmother. I cannot absolve you of sin, make anyone love you, including yourself, take you back to a simpler time, or grant any sort of wishes, unless you happen to wish for a bloated expense account. It isn't what I do. I am a detective. I know nothing and can discover anything which I will then promptly forget, partly because I am a discreet detective, but mostly because I do not find your secrets terribly interesting. At the firm of Justice and Dixon Private Investigations, we are fairly upfront with these details from the outset. It saves time and cuts down on dickering later. But still, there are people who just don't want to listen. And by the time we realize that their expectations do not match reality, they have put us in a leaky rowboat and paddled us far from shore into some murky water of deeply mixed metaphors. This here is the story of one of those times, and I ought to have known it from the moment that he said, I need you to protect the integrity of my prodigy. Yes, they do grow up so quickly these days. What? Kids. Or at least that's what I hear. How do you take your coffee, Mr. Gray? I don't think I understand. Coffee. Some people like to ruin it with milk or sugar. I wasn't sure if you were one of those. No, forgive me, sir. The cause of my confusion is another step back in the process. Ah, coffee is a caffeinated beverage brewed from the roasted seeds Stop talking now. All right, then. But this is awkward, so one of you should... Children uh... are progeny. Yes, they are. Mr. Gray wants us to protect the integrity of his prodigy. Yes, he does. Those are two different things. I know that. Wait, what? See, there it is. Wait, did you mean protege? I did not. Except... Yes, in a way, but not really. Okay, fine. I'm just going to sit over here quietly for a bit. Allah is merciful. What did we decide about coffee? This is a new record, even for you. It is a subject on which I feel I am on familiar ground. I will have a cup, Mr. Justice, and I thank you for it. I have been so consumed with worry that I have hardly slept. 
Well, you can put that behind you, Mr. Gray. I can assure you that your worries will be over just as soon as I have a clear idea as to what you might possibly be talking about. Won't you please tell us all about it from the beginning, Mr. Gray? Well, I don't know that there's very much to tell. You know, I imagine, that the AFCC state final is here in town this week. Don't look at me. I'm still trying to sort out progeny and prodigy. Perhaps you could be more specific, Mr. Gray. The American Federation of Chess Championships. Surely it has been in all the papers. I imagine that it must have been. And Mr. Justice and I have been very busy on another case, sir, and sometimes important current events escape our notice. You are... I'm not sure if I know what the term is for the chess equivalent of a coach. It is coach, Miss Dixon. The same as in any sport. Okay, hold on just a second. Jack, no. Yes, but... No. Bad. Fine. I take it you have issues with the thought of chess as a sport, Mr. Justice. I have no issues with anything, Mr. Gray. Having issues with things is not my job. Solving other people's issues with things is my job, and today that means I would like to solve your issues with your progeny. You were... So close to basic competence. I know, I could feel it. You have a talented young player entered in the state championships, Mr. Gray. More than that, Miss Dixon. Are you familiar with the term Wunderkind? Wasn't he Ubermensch's sidekick? Ow! Please continue, sir. I cannot overstate the degree of focus and preparation that goes into a major tournament like this, or the depths to which some will descend in order to create an unfair advantage for themselves under such circumstances... I wish to employ yourself and Mr. Justice to watch over my prodigy and prevent him from succumbing to the temptations placed in his path. Uh, Mr. Gray, can I just... Ow! Are you all right, sir? I will be. I just wanted to impress upon you... Ow! Is there some problem, Mr. Justice? Not at all, sir. Succumbing to temptation is a subject on which Miss Dixon and myself are uniquely qualified. I am certain that we can bring this matter to a satisfactory conclusion... Ow! What was that one for? That one was just for fun. If you'll just allow us a moment to draw up a contract, Mr. Gray, we'll get started. And that should have been it. We agreed to babysit Mr. Gray's young chess champion in potentia until such time as the qualifier could be removed vis-a-vis the AFCC state championship. Why precisely this young man, whose name, by the way, was Thadwick Barnstoffner should need his integrity protected, especially with a terrible name like that, was not a question that we ever thought to ask. And if that seems uncharacteristically sloppy, dear friends, I hasten to point out that we had not had a job in quite some time, and that explained why Trixie was in such an undue haste to dot the I's and cross the T's, to say nothing of ensuring that I didn't queer the deal by pointing out that chess is not a sport, and no, it isn't. A sport is a physical contest of some kind, and chess may be the most endlessly fascinating thing in the world, but it is not that. It is a strategy game, or an intellectual contest, if you will, or... Never mind. The man who really needed to be told all this signed his contract, left his non-refundable retainer, and shuffled out the door without my having had a chance to tell him, and there is no sense glazing your eyes over in his absence. The point was that we were in the process of closing up the office and heading over to the Metrolite Hotel to meet the boy genius in question when the door opened once again, twice in one day for the first time in countless days, and another man flittered in to occupy the space formerly held by our client, Mr. Gray. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
I'm afraid we are just stepping out on an assignment, Mr. I'm incognito. Mr. Incognito. That's a lovely name. It was my mother's name, in fact. I hate to rush you out the door, but we actually have no time at all for crazy today. You misunderstand me, sir. Yes, on purpose. Jack, let's not be you. Let's not be you about this at all. Well, that sounds easier for you than me. Everything is. I beg your pardon, Mr. I beg your pardon. We are in the process of closing up the office for some casework, but if you have a problem, we'd be more than happy to hear you out. This is Mr. Justice, and I'm Miss Dixon, but you can call me Trixie. I know what you're doing. You're doing a sort of good cop, bad cop thing. We're really not. We aren't cops at all. And neither of us are all that good. Speak for yourself. Do we have to go there? What, are you new? Did you think we were going to keep this clean? I thought just once we could uphold the production code, yes. Dream on, Mr. Breen. No, I told you I'm incognito. No, I didn't mean you. It was a topical reference. Was it? I don't read the news that much. Frankly, I've been so preoccupied with the state championships. Why, you don't mean the AFCC state championships, do you? In fact, I do. I should have known. You have the strong teeth and lustrous coat of a champion yourself. I have the... Uh, no, you misunderstand me once again. We really have to stop that. The neighbors will start to talk. Please excuse him. He's a little overstimulated. He met a chess coach today and hardly said anything stupid to him at all. But I am a chess coach myself. Well, that is delightful. A real treat. My mother was a chess coach. Thank you for stopping by. Jack, what in blazes is wrong with you? By which I mean what is wrong with you today over and above the fairly lengthy list of problems you have on any other day. I just can't help it. The AFCC State Championship Week and the roar of the crowd is intoxicating. Oh no, dear me. The crowd is not allowed to interrupt the proceedings with noise. Another sure sign of a great spectator's sport. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Mr... Mr. Incognito. No, that isn't my name. It means I am keeping my identity a secret. I know what it means. My point is that it seems fairly obvious that you tailed a fellow chess coach here. You make it sound so sordid. She's good at that. I suspect that it is your desire to learn what brought your rival coach to us and whether or not he has engaged our services. Of course he has. I know he has. You are clearly cunning private detectives, and no one is more ruthless than Archibald Gray. Is there anyone in chess named Reggie or Butch? I know what his plans are. You must help me. Sir, technically we can't even confirm to you that he is a client. Why not? Because of the confidential nature of our business. If you have business with him, then he must be a client. He must have hired you. He's got you there. Well, I guess he does now. Please, you can't let him get away with it. With what? With whatever he has planned. Okay, you are officially working yourself into a lather, and it isn't helping. Would you like a drink? No, thank you. I'm fine. But I have worked too long and too hard to polish my uncut diamond of a pupil. Uh, technically, you should cut the diamond before you polish it. Jack? I'm just saying. Gray is ruthless. He'll do anything to win. Okay, just to be clear, you guys stand nearby while other people move pieces around on a board, yes? Oh, Mr. Justice, competitive chess is very... Competitive? Yes. Well, that's good, or they should call it something else. I was trying to think of a different... <gasps> cutthroat! That's it. Competitive chess is very cutthroat, and your new client is one of the most awful brutes in the game. Yes, but he got here first. You cannot allow him to undermine the integrity of this competition. It is grossly unfair. Look, mister, can we 
just come up with a fake name for you, please? A fake name? We run into them all the time. We don't check ID. It's just... This is really awkward. I'm afraid I can't think of one. How about Lance? Lance? Lance Archer. Bold and manly, just like a chess coach's name should be. Ooh. You know, I really like that. Keep it. It's yours. Thank you. All right, then. Mr. Archer. If we... Mr. Archer? Mr. Archer! Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot that was supposed to be me. Mr. Archer. Yes? Since we have already broken several cardinal laws of confidentiality by confirming that your rival coach, Mr. Gray, is in fact our client, let me reassure you that you have nothing to fear from our involvement. Indeed, far be it from undermining integrity, Mr. Gray has retained us to protect it. Protect it? Specifically, he has requested that Mr. Justice and I use our considerable powers to protect the integrity of his progeny. His what? Now you're doing it. His pupil, his racehorse, his... whatever you call a guy who plays chess. I don't remember his name. How can you forget a name like Thadwick Barnstoffner? I'm agitated. It's been one of those days, hasn't it? Since 1951. He has retained you to defend the integrity of Thadwick Barnstoffner? That little brute? He might not have said integrity. It could have been virtue. We might be defending his virtue. The blind leading the blind. We're clearly defending something, and in the process we are to watch his... His... Guy. His guy, yes. We are going to watch his guy like a hawk. So how could anything untoward possibly happen? I don't believe you. Well, I don't know what we can do about that. I'll pay you double what he's paying. We are already under retainer. I'll pay you triple. It is not a question of money. Hang on a second, Jack. Trixie. Just let the man talk, would you? Mr... I forget the fake name. Archer. Lance Archer. Okay, Mr. Archer, what exactly do you propose to pay us to do? I want you to watch that little brat Barnstoffner and make sure he doesn't get up to anything. So you propose to pay us triple our normal rate to do something that we were already going to be doing? Yes. But now you'll be reporting to me. Trixie. Jack. Trixie. Oh, come on. What could possibly go wrong? You are listening to Blackjack Justice from DecoderRingTheater.com. And so we set out upon our new career as his and hers babysitting double agents. The good news being that, because of our very strict no-refunds policy, the rent was virtually certain to get paid. Or, at least, I considered this to be good news because I felt too old and far too dignified to operate out of a disused lemonade stand. Or too old, anyway. The bad news is that we were private investigators with nothing to investigate. We were once again employed to execute a task which was not only outside our normal bailiwick, but entirely beyond our comfort zone, and for which we were deeply, deeply unqualified. And that, my friends, is when regrettable things start to happen. It really is. Oh, yes? Well, that is the sort of thing that you would think. Primitive minds are often easily distracted from even the simplest of tasks. Mr. Justice, Miss Dixon... Thank you so much for coming. Mr. Gray? Oh, please. Your arguments are as weak as that Scandinavian defense you tried last month. Feeble. Allow me to present my young star, Thadwick Barnstoffner. Mr. Barnstoffner. Do you mind? 
This is a private conversation. I see. No, obviously I wasn't talking to you, you ninny. What do you think this is? A black mardemer gambit? Ha! Who is he talking to? I have no idea. Excellent. You are so predictable. If you did, hey, give that back. He'll call you back after the big game. That's a private conversation. It was a private conversation. Now it is over. See? How dare you? It's for your own good, Thadwick. Who are these people? This is Mr. Justice and Miss Dixon. They have come to spend some time with you before the championship round to make sure you stay focused. You can't just bring people in here to bully me, son. Look at yourself and then look at me. If I had the slightest, and I mean the slightest, interest in bullying you, it would already have happened. We are here to protect you from yourself, so you can win this thingus. If it is in your power to do so. Now, no more tantrums, and no more prank phone calls, and no more acting like an eight-year-old. Clear? You can't talk to me like this. Nobody talks to me like this. <laughs> and this is why Jack has no children. That is not a child, and it's time he stopped acting like one. I've worked with Thadwick since he was twelve years old. It's only now, on the brink of his greatest triumph, that he began to act like this at all. This is his final year of eligibility in his age category. His last season before he competes as an adult for the rest of his life. If he is to have a career in competitive chess, he must go to the nationals. But in the last few months, he has been acting out, childlike, distracted. It's more than I can handle. And that is why you should step away and leave things to the professionals, Mr. Gray. We'll make sure that he doesn't get into any trouble. Very well. When he comes out, have him look at the problem I've left for him on the board. I'll talk to you later. Are they gone? No, he's gone. We're here. I don't want you here. No one cares. Look at your chess problem. No. Look at it, or I will shoot you. Fine. That's all I'm good for. Chess problems. Well, that settled him down anyway. He's looking at the board, but he's thinking about something else. Kid's got the jitters like a hophead. Don't try and solve a mystery. Nobody wants a mystery solved today. I can't help it. It's my natural state. You think this anemic has ever kissed a girl? Lord, I hope not. What brought this on? I just think this is a case of raging hormones, is all. So who cares? Do me a favor. Walk over that way, real slow, and look out the window. Why? And then lean over and straighten your stocking. I will not. It's demeaning. It's not demeaning. It's for science. Do you know how many guys have said that? No. Did it ever not work? No.、Mm. All right, but I don't want you watching. I'll be watching him. Go. Well, Mr. Wizard. Nothing. He's lost in another world. I could have sworn that was the problem. Maybe I'm not his type. I didn't know you admitted that as a possibility. In extreme cases only. You try it. What? Could be. Valid theory. Gotta test it. No, I will not. Come on, it isn't demeaning. It's for science. I hate you. Well, nothing. 
I gotta ask though, why did you pretend to straighten your stocking? You were supposed to be watching him. I'm capable of doing both, Betty Grable. I didn't know what else to do. Well, whatever has his knee twitching like that, it isn't you or me anyway. Who could that be? You know how you could find out? No, I don't. Show me and put some wiggle in it.、Mm-hmm. Yes. Is this Thadwick Barnstaffner's room? Who are you? You. You. She's Greta Plazinski. Only the most weak-minded pretender ever to shame an AFCC state championship with her presence. You're the rudest boy in the world, Thadwick Barnstaffner. Hanging up on me was creepy and mean. I didn't hang up on you. He hung up on you. I wasn't finished taunting you. When I'm finished with you, they'll think you cost Jose Raul Capablanca. Capablanca? Don't make me laugh. Your analogies are as spotty as your play. And not half as spotty as your face. And once I beat you in the finals, I'll never have to see that face again in my entire life. Don't call me again. I hate you. <laughs> Trixie, follow her, will ya? Why? Because I'd rather not chase the weeping teenage girl through the hotel on account of I am allergic to prison. Fine. I hate you. So. So what? So. Competitive chess is co-ed, is it? The under eighteen is. We've been facing each other for years, but this will be the last time. I'll never have to debase myself answering her shoddy play again.、Mm. You beat her a lot. Yes, nearly half the time. Okay. What? Okay. Okay, nothing. You say okay like you know something, but you don't know anything. I know that you're stupid. I'm not stupid. You're stupid. I'm a genius. No, you are good at playing a game. A genius would know how to talk to girls. What does that mean? It means that you're an idiot. What do you think? You think I'm in love with her or something? You think I can't stop thinking about her? You think I finally realized that she's the only woman in the world for me, and I can't even begin to tell her how I feel, and that I'm terrified of losing her? Well, I do now. Yes. Well, you're right. <laughs> I'm so unhappy. Oh, Saint Antonio. I should have chased the crying girl. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sit here? Why? You seem upset. I thought I could help. No, you can't help. No one can help. All right then. Boys are stupid. Yes, they are. I hate them all. No, you hate Thadwick Barnstaffner. Don't let one little jerk put you off, man. Don't call him a jerk. He is a jerk. He's worse than a jerk. My point is, there are plenty of fish in the sea. You shouldn't talk about him like that. My point is, you're a lovely girl in a, you know, painfully awkward way. Thank you. If Jerkface McGee there isn't interested, it doesn't mean he isn't interested. Did he say something to you? No, I just thought. Excuse me, please. I have something in my eye. <laughs> no, I just thought. Wow, I am bad at this. Miss Dixon. What are you doing here? Was that Greta? She looked terribly upset. Mr. Incognito. Lance Arrow. Okay, but I think it was Archer. I know, but I like Arrow even better. Okay, yeah, I don't even know what to do with that. Has that little monster Thadwick Barnstaffner said something to her? I told you I need him under control. She came to his door, sir. Wait, is Greta your chess star? Of course. 
Miss Dixon, I cannot have Greta ruin this opportunity by worrying about Barnstaffner. I need you to resolve this little drama at once and for all. Senor Incognito, I couldn't agree more. Hello. Hello. May I sit down? Yes, please, please do. Do sit down. Would you care for a glass of water? Yes, thank you. There's one there on the table in front of you. Yes, I see it. The waitress just poured it a moment ago. Oh, good. Yes, it's very fresh. Are those new glasses? No, I've had them for two years. Oh, is、uh, is that a new sweater? No. Oh, would you excuse me? What are you doing? This isn't working. That's because you're sitting at the wrong table, talking to the wrong person. I tried what you said, but she wasn't wearing anything new. Those were just examples. Just tell her that she looks nice. Compliment her. It will help you both relax a little. Okay? Go. Is everything all right? Yes, thank you. May I sit down? All right. The reason I asked about your glasses and your sweater is because. I think they look nice. But you never noticed them before. I never looked directly at you before. Oh. I mean, I looked at you, of course. Oh. But not really. Would you excuse me for a moment? What is it? He hates me. No, he doesn't. He says he never looked directly at me before. Greta, here is everything you need to know about men. They're idiots. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. They all are idiots. They're different kinds of idiots at different times. At this age, they are idiots because they can't say what they mean to say. So you have to help him by imagining that he isn't a total clod. When he says, "I never looked directly at you before," you have to hear, "Because I never dared, for fear that my secret love would burst forth like a raging torrent and sweep us both away." Oh, Fadwick! Save it for him. Go. We're terrible at this. What are you doing here? Get back to your table. No. This is stupid. This is not what we do. This is what we do today. How is this even helping? Shouldn't they be thinking about chess or something else that I don't care about? They can't think about chess because they can't stop thinking about each other. Maybe this can help them move past it. Maybe. Were you ever that clueless? Never. I mean, look at them, just sitting there. Or, wait, where are they? Where did they go? Oh, we had one job. One job for which we were being paid quadruple. Shut up! I'm sure everything is fine. Sure, two worked-up teenagers on their own in a hotel. What could possibly go wrong? Let's go. It took some doing, but we did locate our desperately awkward lovebirds behind a large potted plant in the lobby, locked in passionate, slobbery necking. We prized them apart with their virtues intact, but they looked pretty pleased with themselves and were quiet as lambs leading up to the tournament. Our clients were thrilled. They were also thrilled as their proteges, their razor-sharp focus, returned, cut a swath through the competition all the way to the final. They were thrilled, 
as Thadwick Bonstoffner and Greta Plozinski faced off in the most thrilling, dynamic, and intense game of chess that anyone could recall watching for two and a half incredibly boring hours before they locked eyes, swept the board onto the floor, and locked braces in the most romantic and nauseating display that ever got two people disqualified from an AFCC state championship. Our clients were less than thrilled with that result, and the role we may have played in it, and each demanded their money back, independently of one another. But there are no refunds in the game of life, my friends, because among the many things that I am not, you may think to mention that I am not a sucker. I'm really not. Blackjack Justice, Episode 70, Chess Pains, was written and directed by Greg Taylor and starred Christopher Mott and Andrea Lyons with additional voices supplied by Robert Westgate, Brian Vaughn, Clarissa Dunetterlanden, and Kevin Robinson. This recording and the story, characters, and situations depicted within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. Until next time, remember, DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure. There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody.